Good morning, good morning, my friends. Welcome to the podcast, The Millionaire of the Diamonds. We're going to hope Melanie Miller can hear us. Yes, because she's in Australia, and the sound takes such a long time. <laughs> but we can hear her on Zoom. It's just, it's just she can't hear us on Zoom, and that's okay that you can't hear us. That's good. Thank you, Melanie, for being here. Uh, she's going to tell you what time it is. All I can tell you, she's wearing the same clothes as yesterday. <laughs> so it made me realize you're still in the same day, whereas we, we've crossed over midnight, right? So that's so funny. So today we're going to cover in the podcast with the book, um, The Power of Self-Confidence with Brian Tracy, uh, play well on a team, crisis management, deal with change effectively, reversal of fortune, the change response theory. Like it's a lot of technical terms, but honestly, between me, my personal example, Melanie Miller's example, because what, what you have here is somebody who's crossed the world to, in, on three continents. And Melanie, I was saying to Jean-Philippe and, and um, Sylvain today, I know so many Italian immigrants that they keep always dwelling on it's so much better in Italy and now you have to understand I get really really angry because I love Canada and every time I visit another part of the world that I really love but I always say to my husband I still want to live in Montreal Canada <laughs> like I really love where I am and often very often I get very angry around the table and I say to this individual or that individual take your bags take and go back to Italy you know, if you want to make great things happen here, you have to live in the right now. Anyways, I was listening to Joel Steen this morning and his wife was doing the, the preaching and his wife said the same thing. You can't dwell in the past. You know, if you want to be able to to do something extraordinary today, you have to be in the today. So anyways, again, my friends, good morning. It's going to be a powerful podcast today. The theme of this chapter will help you navigate through your personal and professional lives. So ask yourself this question, how well do we play on a team? Okay. And what about this? How are we with crisis management? Is it the end of the world? Can I tell you once I was doing a, a trade show downtown Montreal, this one, this one director of mine, brand new director comes in and she starts with, oh my God, I almost died in an accident. So I said, is your car okay? And she goes, no, no, I didn't have an accident. Now I'm confused. Like, I don't understand why she's letting hot air out of her mouth. What do you, what, what do you mean? You almost died in an accident you didn't have. She goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I passed, I could, and I'm looking at her and I just walked away. Like I couldn't, I go, what am I, what kind of bullshit am I listening to? Right? So I just, I don't listen to this stuff. So I move away. But then I hear her, let's say Monique walked in the kiosk. She's telling the whole story to Monique, how she almost died in an almost accident she had. Then, you know, Lee's walk, and say, by the third one, I went up to her and I said, stop it. Stop it. I have enough of this almost could have been, might have been focus on working because by now it was noon and she still hadn't dated a party or whatever. And I knew this person is never going to make it. And in fact, after, you know, what, what is our disqualification period in Tupperware? Four months, I think she was out. What are you talking about? Where, where are you going? <laughs> I almost says, are you okay? Is the car okay? Anyway, so we will learn to effectively tackle challenges head on. So who needs to hear this this morning? Do you have that friend that almost had an accident? And on top of that, she's sharing it all over social media, how she almost had an accident. 
I think we can all think of somebody, right? <laughs> okay. I think people need to hear this. So write this question. Want to deal with the challenges in your personal work life effectively? Question mark and share. Now, in my 41 years of experience, while you're sharing, in my multi-level marketing business, I've learned that success depends on more than strategy and hard work and mastering the skills of, you know, in my business, dating, inviting, recruiting, developing, whatever. It's really about interpersonal skills and our ability to collaborate, to gel with the team. I don't know if that, I can say that, okay? And our ability and courage to effectively handle crises. So without going, you know, 40 years ago, how about just COVID? How about just 2023? You know, with all the changes again and, you know, with, with the customers' needs changing. So we've climbed to the top because we've mastered these skills that you're going to hear about today. Our journey to becoming number one in the world with the probability of zero, right, Melanie, of zero, taking in consideration that 99.99% .99 of our business is run, run, ran, is run, is run, yeah, in French, Canada, which is Quebec, which limits, limits us to 14 million in population. I mean, what are the chances when you're competing with countries like Indonesia, et cetera? But, but, okay, to, to have done this, it wasn't just about sales and product. It was about building a team that could withstand the inevitable storms. This is what it was about. And it took three times. We started over three times to finally get that team that we were able to build to weather the storm. So here we are today, 41 years later, our survival and growth depended on our collective, not just me, the collective ability to face unexpected challenges with grace and resilience. Look at our 2023. Do we have grace? Do we have resilience? And we're walking into 2024 stronger than ever. And I'm so excited. Just by the way, the popcorn maker is going to continue one more week. <laughs> so if you've missed your opportunity with the popcorn maker, which is doing a tsunami of results, amen, you've got seven more days. I'm really, really excited. So people, again, these are my favorite examples. I went into GPT chat and I gave, I asked it 50 top people that demonstrate an incredible ability to withstand storms. And few of my favorites I took out, and it's true, I'm always you know, repeating the stories of Nelson Mandela, 25 years in prison, Edison, where everybody was against him. There's actually a Netflix documentary on Edison, which is quite exciting to watch. What about Martin Luther King Jr.? You know, like what kind of, I mean, he actually lost his life over it. What about Ford? We brought him to court telling him he was too stupid to run a company. What about, I call him Mr. Kentucky Fried Chicken, practically homeless until 65 years old. What about Oprah, who was destined to clean homes for white people? Malala, the youngest one we know now and that won a Nobel Prize. What about Walt Disney when it was only in his head? Even his own family didn't believe that he was going to do something. And one of my favorites also is J.K. Rowling's with Harry Potter. You know, she was on welfare. So I need you to, to imagine the immense challenges they faced and yet stood firm. 
And today they've left an incredible impact on all the world. So these individuals' journey is truly a testament to the power of self-confidence and the ability to bounce back from setbacks, turning obstacles into stepping stones. Okay. Now remember, it's our response to challenges is what I really want you to leave with today. So my own journey has been shaped by determination to face difficulties head on, maintaining a positive outlook and continuously striving for improvement. How can we make this better? This mindset and, and not having the ego to say, well, that's what I said. I'm going to stick to it. No, 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 no. I know I said, bring your, let your people go to training, go do something else. That it didn't work. We tried it. It didn't work. So right, Monique, now we're going to follow them through. We're going to kind of babysit them. So, you know, it's only crazy people that refuse to say, we thought it was a good idea, but it wasn't. And thank you, Melanie, for being here, because she's really going to dive in deep where you can actually take notes, right? If you want to take notes, it's going to be Melanie on these incredible transformative concepts. But in the meantime, I want to thank everybody for their great collaboration on, on, on the group Inspiration, the Millionaire of the Diamonds. I have Kendra here. I want to thank you, Kendra, for contributing because we need more English material. And I know Lise and Jacqueline and, and Louise, all my friends that are really, really, really posting a lot on the group. Thank you, Danny. You're working hard to make the, the post bilingual. But I would so much love <clears throat> talking to Monique here. <clears throat> Did you like that one, right? That as soon as you see something that's rele relevant to uh, developing a better version of herself, go, go post it, even for yourself, because you got to read it for you to post it. You can't just post it. So you're actually increasing your knowledge on the amazing journey of personal self-development. Tomorrow, we'll talk about the contest, our top five. And don't forget that today, you'll have an incredible exercise with Marie-Pierre. Guess what? Melanie Miller, she's got questions for us. So with no further ado, let's embark on this extraordinary journey of self-discovery and empowerment, unlocking our true potential in the face of adversity. Melanie, over to you from Australia. Thank you, thank you, Maria. And I hope everybody's hearing me on Podbeam and on, okay, that's excellent. So uh, yes, I'm here in Australia. I've been here for three days now. I have to tell you, it is sweltering hot here at the moment. It is uh, midnight and 15, 15 minutes and it's 27 degrees. <laughs> so we're having a particularly hot time, but all that does is add to the variety of life. And uh, I couldn't be, I couldn't wish to be anywhere else at this time. So last week, we talked about the qualities that identified whether a person would advance to an executive position. Um, and a study was done by Stanford Business School. And what they found was the first quality that was needed was they needed to be a team player. They couldn't, as a, a person advancing in a company, you can't be an individual because you're not going to get, you're not able to do everything you need to do. And being a team player is something that's pretty easy to evaluate. Is this person involved in what you're doing or are they always off doing their own thing and not really concerned with what's going on? So being a team player is something that's easily uh, recognized. However, 
The other thing that they uh, found, which was important, was do people measure up when there's a crisis? Are they able to act well? Are they able to be um, um, spontaneous and act immediately when there is a crisis? And the question to ask yourself is, how are you in a crisis? What happens when you've woken up in the night by a phone call? And we all, it's happened to all of us. And all of us who've had teenagers, we know what it feels like when you wake up in the middle of the night to a phone call, because you're always wondering, what is the message going to be? What about if you're told that you have to evacuate your house as soon as possible for a flood, or in my case, for a fire? I remember in Australia one time, we were invited to a wedding. It was a Saturday wedding at three o'clock in the afternoon. My, uh, my daughter Violet was three and was part of the wedding party, but she woke up that day with the temperature, a very high temperature. So we were already, already dealing with that, as well as the fact that the temperature in the environment was 35 and we were surrounded by bushfires. During the morning, I got a message from the mother of the bridegroom to say the venue for the, for the wedding was cut off. We couldn't go there. There was going to be no music. The musicians couldn't get through. She says, but don't worry, I've rearranged the wedding to be in my garden. Talk about how easy it was to um, manage in a crisis. So that afternoon, about two hours before the wedding, we were notified in our neighborhood that we had to get out, that the fires were advancing and we could see the fires on the ridge. Could I do anything about it? Absolutely not. Was I ready? Yes, the car was all packed up because everybody had been warned that we may have to evacuate. So we went off to that wedding with a sick child, with a one-year-old also in the car, with the car packed up with just photographs. I remember we just grabbed a few toys for the kids and had photos in the car. And we left to go to the wedding, not knowing if there would be a house when we came back. So that was just an example. In those situations, you don't have any choice. There's no point panicking and wondering what's going to happen. It's out of your control at that point. So um, in your life, you sometimes also find that uh, you are faced with news or events that will really affect you. Perhaps you've heard the news that a parent or a child even is diagnosed with cancer. How do you react to that? Do you go into a panic or do you set about taking steps that you can help? So one day, Violet said, I really need to talk to you. And at that stage, Violet was Joseph. And she said, this is really, really important. And, and I'm scared to tell you, but I need to tell you. So imagine your child has just said that to you. What are you thinking? So Violet said to us, mom, dad, I need to tell you that I'm not a boy. 
I don't feel like a boy. I've never felt like a boy. I can't live like this anymore any longer. And I need to transgender. I need to change into a girl. It was definitely not the news that you want to hear from your child, but not because it was shocking in itself, but because your mind goes to all those situations where you say, how am I going to protect him or her? How am I going to make sure that they're not going to be faced with so many difficulties in life that I never had? How can I be sure that anyone will ever love them? And you go through all these like horrible thoughts of the future. But at the end of the day, they're your child. They're the person that you love. They're the person that you need to stand by. You need to understand. And unfortunately, it is not the case with many transgender children. My daughter, Violet, has met many children or many young people in her life whose parents will not talk to her now. They didn't manage the crisis. They just managed themselves. And their answer to that crisis in their life was denial, was to push it away, to not deal with it, not cope with it. So for Alan and I, our most important thing when faced with this sort of news was how are we going to manage it? How are we going to move forward? And um, DC, uh, BC Forbes wrote that it's really, really important in life that you learn to deal with adversity. He wrote, history has demonstrated that the most notable winners usually encounter heartbreaking obstacles before they triumphed. They won because they refused to become discouraged by their defeat. And what I'm saying to you is no matter what news you have in your life, the way you react to it is the way that will help you forward. And reacting in the wrong way could perhaps ruin your relationship with someone you love forever. So um, I'm actually going to pass over to Marie-Pierre at this point, that we were going to do another section, but it doesn't really fit with the section we've done. So we're going to touch on that new section tomorrow, where we're going to learn about how uh, different um, civilizations have developed and grown, and what's happened to them when they faced crises. So now I'm going to pass you over to Marie-Pierre, who I'm sure is going to help us with um, dis discovering what our abilities are in a crisis. Over to you, Marie-Pierre. Thank you, Annie. And yes, absolutely. And I love your example, because when we talk about challenge in a group, there's different kind of group. It can be a team at work, but it can be a community organization. It can be your friends group or your family. So every group that we have, we will face challenge. So the quiz I have for you this morning is to see what role you have in those uh, situations. So do you contribute to the problem or do you contribute to the solution? So it will, uh, it's really a quiz for self-reflection and self-awareness to be able to uh, become more conscious of your action within that group dynamic. And again, 
a group is everywhere work community friends family it's everywhere you can think of so let's start i have 10 questions for you this morning that you can answer from a b c or d so it's really easy and at the end i will give you the total that you can um calculate with your answer so let's start with question number one so when a group uh, you are part of faces a challenge what is your initial reaction a you step step back and let others take charge b you assess the situation and offer your assistance if needed c you take the lead and start delegating tasks or d you criticize others for causing the challenge i knew that Melanie was going to laugh <laughs> when i was preparing the quiz <laughs> she loved that <laughs> Okay, so answer A, B, C, D, or D. You can answer in the chat, in the comments. It's always fun to see your answer during the quiz. Question number two. During a group discussion about a challenge, what do you tend to do? So A, you stay quiet and avoid sharing your thoughts. B, you listen actively and provide input when relevant. C, you try to control the narrative. Or D, you dismiss others' idea and suggestion. Number three, when someone in the group is struggling with their role in addressing the challenge, what do you do? A, ignore their difficulties and focus on your task. B, you offer support and guidance if they ask for it. C, you take over some of their responsibility to ensure that they get things done. Or D, you blame them for causing problems and create tension. Again, there's no right or wrong answer. It's there to start that reflection for yourself. <laughs> Number four, if the group faces setback or failure while addressing the challenge, what do you do? A, you use it as an opportunity to criticize the group approach. B, you acknowledge the setback and work with the group to adjust the plan. C, you attribute the setbacks to our mistakes and start analyzing. And D, lose interest and withdraw from the group, group effort. Number five. In a conflict within the group related to the challenge, what is your usual approach? A, you avoid conflict at all costs and stay neutral. B, you engage in an open and respectful communication to resolve differences. C, you take a break and facilitate a constructive resolution. Or D, you blame others for the conflict and refuse to compromise. Number six, when you notice a fellow group member struggling emotionally or mentally due to the challenge, what is your typical responses? A, you ignore their emotional state and focus on the task at hand. B, you reach out and offer a supportive here or assistance if they need it. C, you engage with them empathetically empathetically and offer support or d blame them for being overly sensitive number seven in the group decision making related to that challenge 
What are you more inclined to do? A. Go along with the majority to avoid conflict. B. Advocate for your idea but remain open to compromise. C. You facilitate a collaborative decision-making process. Or D. Criticize any decision that doesn't align with your view. Number eight. When the group faces a lack of progress in addressing the challenge, what do you tend to do? A. Accept, accept it as the group fate and disengage. B. Encourage brainstorming and fresh approaches. C. Take on proactive role in seeking solution. And D. Blame the group for incompetence and become frustrated. Number nine. Imagine a group member offer a constructive critique of your action or suggestion. What is your immediate reaction? A. Brush it off and continue as you were. B. Thank them for their input and consider how to incorporate it. C. Accept the critique graciously and evaluate how to improve. Or D. Belittle their input and discredit their perspective. And the last one, number 10, in the aftermath of the group effort to address the challenge, what do you do? A, avoid evaluating the experience and move on quickly. B, reflect on what went well and what could be improved for the next time. C, engage in a group debrief to assess successes and area of improvement. Or D, disengage from the group and distance yourself from the outcome. <laughs> okay, so now that you answer the 10 questions, now you will uh, add some points. So for every A answer, you have one point. For every B, you have two points. For every C, you get three points. And for every D, you get zero points. So the total is going to be on a total of 30. So if you are 25 to 30, you are generally a positive and constructive contributor to the group dynamic during a challenge. So keep up the good work and continue fostering that teamwork and cooperation. If you are between 15 and 24 points, you exhibit a balanced approach within the group during challenges, but there's still room from, uh, for improvement in some area. And if you are less than 14 points, you may need to work on being more actively engaged and constructive in group challenge. So consider ways to offer support and to contribute positively to the group. So yes, those kind of quiz, it's for that self-awareness because all the quiz, it's always the first step, that self-awareness toward that positive change. So the quiz is there to offer that valuable insight into your behavior within that now today the groups that think during challenges so whether that you found yourself leaning <laughs> leaning toward being part of the problem or part of the solution the results are not set in stone so you have the power to adapt and improve your response in a group challenge so we encourage you today to reflect on your uh, quiz result and think about the area where you excel and those where you may need to make some adjustments. So consider how you can play a more positive and constructive role within your various group. Because the group 
Yes, can be at work, but it can be in your community. It can be with your friend, with your family. We always be, uh, we always are in a group in life. So we want to make sure that when we are working in those group dynamic, we have those skills to make sure that we are tend to uh, problem solving and not problem maker. <laughs> so again, thank you for being part of that community for us with the podcast. And uh, when you love this kind of quiz, make sure that you share the podcast every day. And if you want to always make some new quiz, if you have time, go on the Facebook group, and go do other quiz because there's a lot of quiz available on the group because that self-awareness is the first step for that um, personal development that you need to achieve your successful journey. So I wish you a beautiful day. And we'll see you tomorrow morning. Bye, everyone.